Hey guys, and welcome to Roman Go Lightly, a podcast for creative adventures. Hey guys, happy Monday. Welcome to Roman Go Lightly. I'm Laura, um, and welcome to our second to last podcast of season two. Kind of crazy how the time has flown. Every week, uh, we've been dosing you up with the tiny pieces of empowerment to get you to find everyday inspiration and adventure around every corner every single day, Um, because we believe that adventure is perspective that can be adopted by anyone, anywhere, at any time. And especially for today's episode, we're sort of going to be talking about adopting that explorative approach to living everyday life. So um, that means that a passport stamp isn't necessarily a requirement to live adventurously. So feel free to dig deep into our previous episodes to hear all about the other chats we've had with some of the world's best creators, makers, adventurers, and explorers. Um, we only have one more episode of season two left, so if you've missed out on any of the fun, catch up before next week. All right, so who is our guest this week? I'm going to hype them up a little bit before I tell you. You're going to love them, but um, they're your new reason to break your routine, to skip your class to see the world, to take a hike, to sleep outside, to take the long way, to stay up late, they are Keep Exploring. If you guys don't know what Keep Exploring is, it's a brand that helps people find adventure. Um, They sponsor trips, they share their stories, and they sell their iconic big red Keep Exploring flags. So what started as a Facebook message sent between two friends before they went out on a road trip out west um, is now one of Uh, my favorite brands. They are hell-bent on encouraging adventure large and small around the globe. So today we have the creators Brett and Alex on the podcast today. All right, well, thanks for joining us, guys. Can you tell us a little bit about yourselves and what you guys do? Yeah, so I'm I'm Brett, and I'm the one half of Keep Exploring. I do all of the design. So I design the logo. I design most of the products, aside from collaborations that we've done. Um, but I mean, I also do a lot of other stuff. I do the order fulfillment. Um, since we're a small business, there's really only two of us. I do a lot of other things like taxes and ordering products and checking inventory. So, but the main thing I do is the big thing is the design and then some copywriting and all that. But yeah, that's me. Uh, my name is Alex Sparks, and I'm the other half of Keep Exploring. So yeah, it's just two of us. So we all wear a lot of hats. Um, I don't do any of the fancy design stuff, but <laughs> I'm an ideas guy. So I just critique mostly. But <laughs> so are like left brain and right brain working for each other? Uh, a little bit. I feel like we're I don't, we're probably both a little bit of both mostly right-brained yeah that's our that's our biggest thing we'll get to that later in the business stuff but running a business is not easy for either of us so yeah that's the we're much much more inclined to do the creative stuff so the business thing is kind of has been our biggest learning curve that we're working with sure so how did you guys meet uh we've known each other for a long time a long time like since we were like six or seven nine friends 19 years yeah, so most of our lives, we were childhood friends and pals, so, and then we went to high school together, and then we're still, I guess, friends at all, because we've been doing things like this for a while, so. Cool. So are you both from Texas? 
Yep. Yep. I was born in Oklahoma, but I've been in Texas since I was about six or seven when I met him. Awesome. But I've been in the the Denton, like Flower Mound, Argyle, really North Dallas. I don't know how familiar you are with Dallas area, but North Dallas for my whole life. So cool. Holding it down. Awesome. Well, I would love to, I mean, I've been following you guys for some time now, um, but you, your business has like sort of exploded into like this great thing that I, I mean, we really believe in local adventure at Roman Go Lightly and I just, I want to promote what you guys do, but I, even more than that, I want to know like how it all started. So can you tell us about Keep Exploring's origins and how the flag and the community sort of like came to be? Yeah. So this is Alex speaking. I went to school in Los Angeles. So I moved out there for a couple years and then I was moving back to Texas, going to get married. And so Brett flew out and kind of helped me pack up my apartment. It was a little bit of like a last hoorah of, I don't know, bachelorism. And so (laughs) we had been talking about this kind of the name Keep Exploring for a while. We didn't really know what we wanted to do with it, but we just kind of had this concept of trying to create something that didn't really have a name, it didn't really have a tagline, it was just kind of this like call to action. And so originally we were going to try to spray paint, keep exploring on things <laughs> from California to Texas, and then we kind of backed off of that because it's illegal and not really bad it. And so eventually, and I don't even, I don't know whose idea it was or where it came from, but we had this idea to make a big red flag that said keep exploring. And so Brett started kind of sketching out ideas, and I started researching where we could take it and what we could do on the road trip back. And then we went to the fashion district in Los Angeles, which is just basically a bunch of open kind of garage door warehouses. And went into the first one that we found and basically bought the first red fabric we found. And it was like, it's terrible. It's like suede on one side and denim on the other. And it's just, it's awful. It really smelled is. terrible. It, it smelled, smelled like weird. old tacos. Yeah, it was just like a mess. But, so we bought that. And then, so the first flag was cut and sewn by hand. It took us like 15 or 20 hours. Sewed it all on the floor. We'd never sewn anything. And so, but we were like super stoked on it. Once it was done, we felt like accomplished for some weird reason. And so we took it out on that first road trip and just started taking a bunch of pictures with it. And it kind of, had this weird effect where we really did like stop more often because I don't know if you've ever been on a long road trip, but you can kind of get in a zone and just like drive for hours without really thinking about it. And having the big flag was kind of like this motivation to stop in the smaller towns or, oh, that ledge looks cool. What's that lake down there? And so we'd kind of do that. We we took, I mean, hundreds of pictures. And then when we got back, kind of started looking through them and sharing them on we initially shared them on Tumblr and then a little bit on Instagram, and then it just kind of started snowballing. So people started asking, where'd you get this flag? What does it mean? Where can I get one? And we really just, for a long time, told people, like, you can't, sorry. <laughs> it's, there's one of them, and we weren't going to try to sew more. And so it was kind of just like enough people started asking, and we were like, okay, so where could we, how could we make more of these for more people? And eventually we got... This local guy in Denton who was willing to kind of gamble on us and he built this big screen printing press out of wood and and so he made 12 of them for us on the first day 
Uh, we put those up on Instagram for sale, and they sold in like an hour. And we were like, oh, okay, so like we've got a business of some kind. And so from there, it's just been, I don't know, little steps along the way to try to turn it into something. One, I just have to say, could you ever imagine yourself like spending hours like sewing something when you were like a teenager? Did you ever see that like happening in your life? That's kind of crazy. Like I have this image of like the two of you guys like hands and knees, cutting stuff out, like doing a cross stitch. I don't know. Like that was pretty accurate. <laughs> pretty much how it was. Kind of lame, kind of embarrassing, but who taught you guys how to sew? Like kudos to that to that person. Nobody. I don't know if we know how to sew. <laughs> yeah, we're still not totally sure. <laughs> uh, we, we've joked in the past, we were both homeschooled until sixth grade, so you'd think that we would know how to sew, but somehow, I guess, because we're guys, maybe, just slipped through. Yeah, never happened, and we didn't even think to, like, buy a sewing machine. We thought you had to sew with, like, <laughs> a needle and thread. <laughs> Actually, a needle and thread, so, yeah, your, your vision is very accurate. We were on the floor of his dorm room, and, like, we would... So the <laughs> we would sew the fabric like on the floor, and there was several times where the thread would get like stuck in the carpet, and we try to pull the flag up, <laughs> and we literally had sewed the flag to the floor, and so yeah, that was That's that was nice. our experience, our, our first sewing experience. So I know exactly what you mean though about like road trips. How you sort of like get in your mind to just like we got to get wherever we're going, like. Let's just get through this. But it's kind of cool that it was an incentive for you guys to stop having that flag in tow. Um, I had a friend who was uh, traveling back from Oregon, back to Pennsylvania, and with friends, they they stopped at every, like, welcome to Washington, welcome to Ohio, and they would stop for every single sign. Um, but having the flag was must have been a really cool incentive for you guys. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. To, I don't know, it really did just, like, it's one of those things where it was just this vague idea in our heads and we didn't really know what we were going to do with it or why we were spending all this time making the flag. And then we got on the road and it was just like very natural to want to stop and pull over and try to get another shot with the flag or I bet it would look cool on that or, or whatnot. And it, so it really did kind of, it worked for us and then I guess it's worked with other people because people are, have been pretty excited about it over the past couple of years. Yeah, I mean, Keep Exploring has really grown. Um, so for people who don't know what Keep Exploring is all about, what what is your like explanation or definition of what Keep Exploring is now? Um, I mean, honestly, we're still figuring that out. Um, something we talk about a lot is how we're not like the greatest explorers ourselves. Like we're not the ones going to Antarctica and like literally blazing new trails. Um, so I think kind of in spirit with the first road trip that we took, um, just trying to encourage people to find adventure where they are. And that's like something we've, we've done together. Just like growing up, we were always like trying to start t-shirt companies or go camping or like make funny videos on YouTube. And so like finding just fun little things you can do like right where you are, whether you're in the Pacific Northwest or Dallas, Texas, which isn't the most like pretty place to explore. Um, there's always like fun stuff around you and cool stuff around you. So I think that's kind of like the heart of it is trying to encourage that because like one thing that honestly we've been a part of, kind of egging on is kind of the Instagram culture where everyone's only posting like the coolest moments from their lives and 
kind of those mountaintop moments, literally and figuratively. And so we've kind of, I mean, a lot of the stuff we post is those moments. <laughs> so we're kind of part of the problem in a way, I think. But a way that we're trying to combat that is just to encourage people that there's always something, no matter if you're in Denton or Antarctica, like there's something around you, whether it's a new restaurant or a mountain or like, I don't know, life is cool and there's a lot of cool stuff out there. So trying to find it. Yeah. I mean, we're really aligned in that because uh, I think a lot of people think adventure means like you have to hop on a on a plane or you have to like scale a mountain, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. but it couldn't be further from the truth. I think travel and adventure more so is like, it's more of a perspective. So, um, I mean, if you have the right frame of mind, anything can be, you know, an adventure of, of sorts. Um, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm curious to know, like, what's the most meaningful, like, experience you've had exploring, whether that's locally or, you know, maybe your road trips or, I don't know, what, what was the most meaningful experience you've had exploring? Uh, yeah, so I think for me, when I, when my wife and I got married, so it was kind of right after that first initial trip, we got married and we did like a four-month road trip around the the U.S., living out of our van. And so I think I always go back to that. It's been a few years now, but it was kind of the first thing I did that was very explory, I guess. And it kind of like, I don't know, lit that fire in me to like go and take short trips. And so now like we're based in Denton. That's where we're running Keep Exploring out of. But taking the van out and going camping places is still something we try to do pretty regularly. So I think that that first trip one, it was a heck of a way to start a marriage. And then also it's just, it's, it's been a really good thing to have all of these like insane memories tied that started at the beginning of my marriage. So it's kind of a lot of, a lot of life lived in a short few months. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> Guess so. I was dropping truth bombs. <laughs> what we're here for. I wasn't ready for this. Oh man. Let's see for me. Let's, let's see. Honestly, when I read like, yeah, and I was just thinking about that. The first thing that came to my mind was sleeping in the back of a minivan with my four younger brothers and my parents driving to New York when I was, like, 10, and it was just horrible. I was, like, crammed in the back, like, next to all the luggage, and, yeah, so that was not fun. But, um, yeah, my family took a lot of road trips, probably because we had so many people in our family. We had to drive because it was too expensive to fly everywhere. Um but I do think that, like, I really love driving and I love road trips now. And I think that's probably part of it is it because it reminds me of the good old days, even the even through the painful moments of driving with four younger brothers and everything that goes along with that. But, um, yeah, that was probably some of my first memories is those crammed road trips. But I think, like, living in a car or being in a car for a long time can be, like... Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, it definitely like sticks with you and there's no way to get any, like any closer to anyone than to travel with them in a car. Um, I mean, starting a marriage in a car, that's, that's pretty crazy. Uh, so wait, where did you go in America? I mean, New York, right? Was, uh, was that you, Brett, that was saying, sorry, I'm losing track of whose voice is whose. Sorry. Oh, it's all good. We'll start saying our names. (laughs) (laughs) This is Alex. This is Brett. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, Brett, that's me. <laughs> I was. <laughs> uh, I'm the one that, yeah. My family, we took a road trip to, and it was upstate New York too. So it was, it was even further than. Wow. Like, 
actual New York. <laughs> yeah. New York, New York. But, but Alex, uh, whenever my wife and I went on a road trip, we started in Texas, and then we drove to back to L.A. to kind of see people that I knew out there, and then we drove up to PCH all the way to Vancouver, and then we just kind of snaked back east all the way to North Carolina. And so we did like 27 states in four months, I think. Wow. That's awesome. Keep exploring. Keep exploring. Right? <laughs> yeah, living the dream. Stop, won't stop. <laughs> um, one thing I love that you guys do is your sponsorships. Um, I wish personally I could do that too. Uh, so yeah, tell us like what are some of the like opportunities you've given to people in your community from your sponsorships that you guys offer? Yeah, so sponsorships kind of started out of our desire to like give back to the Keep Exploring community, I guess. We had been putting out product for a while and sharing people's photos and we kind of just felt like there was maybe something more we could do. And we talk about exploring a lot, but if you actually want to go somewhere, you're always going to have to spend money of some kind. And so we started out with this trip sponsorship program. You can apply on our website and we give out, we try to do it once a month, like a, a small financial sponsorship, usually about $150, $200. They kind of just, if it's a small trip, we'll either get you all the way there or if it's a bigger trip, we'll kind of help, you know, get those finances a little closer to where you need them to be. And so, yeah, it's been really cool. We, I think one of my favorites was actually the first one we ever did was this girl surprised her grandma with a trip to the Grand Canyon for her birthday. And it's like the Grand Canyon's her, favorite, her grandma's favorite place on earth and she hadn't been in a really long time. And so we kind of got to help their family bless their grandma and, and take her to the Grand Canyon, which was pretty cool. And then we've done stuff like we helped a student study abroad in Australia. Um, a friend of the of Keep Exploring, Ruben Hernandez, went to Africa and then Antarctica, which was pretty cool to kind of be a part of that. And Antarctica was our seventh and final continent for the flag to get to. So that was Woo-hoo. a pretty cool moment. That's awesome. You've been to all continents? Yep. The Keep Exploring flag has been to every continent, which is pretty cool. That's incredible. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Have you ever, like, had a moment where you realized that, you know, what started as, like, a road trip flag has become, like, something so much bigger now? Like, I don't know. Have you ever had a moment where you're like, this is actually <laughs> a thing? <laughs> yeah, there's been a lot of those moments. It's kind of it's actually kind of funny. Like, I feel like where we're at right now, it's just kind of a constant roller coaster of, like one day we're thinking, oh, we got to deal with taxes or reordering this product or finding finding a new warehouse. But then the next day, you like log on Instagram or like we're just talking about where we started and how far we've come. It's like, dang, this is really big. And like, I mean, I don't really feel like we, I mean, I think Keep Exploring is cool because of all of the people that have bought a flag and taken it somewhere cool. Yeah, so pretty much any time we see another picture of someone like holding it up somewhere it's a shocker um but I think for me like the first weird really weird moment was that night we made the first 12 flags or I guess released the first 12 flags that we were going to sell and they sold in an hour it was just kind of like whoa like we've been getting messages about it this whole time but another thing we've learned is people will talk a big game on the internet about how they think someone's cool but when it comes to buying it it's going to be a very small percentage of people that actually are willing to spend money. Um, so when people like were willing to spend money on this idea that we had kind of created, it was really humbling and really fun. And we try to 
try to like remember those moments a lot because whenever the hard days do come of doing all the boring stuff related to a business that kind of keeps you going so yeah I think another thing for me that is all was like one of the moments where I was like okay this is like pretty cool what people are doing with this concept we created was uh earlier like this summer we built this thing called the keep exploring flag map and it's on our website but basically it's just like a map a google maps that has a pin dropped of every place the flag has ever been taken and there's a picture there and so it's like across like 45 countries or something but like zooming out on that map and seeing like the whole world and having like this little tiny drop of keep exploring there was like really cool to see how far these little pieces of fabric have been drug is pretty cool <laughs> right and even even more so like not to get too woo woo it's like almost like a piece of you has sort of been all over the world as well right <laughs> <laughs> like that that's maybe a little hippy dippy but like for me like the idea of something that like started with your own hands has somehow like gone around the world and you can like look at the pinpoints it's that has to be an incredible feeling yeah it's, it really is cool and, and like brett said keep exploring is not really that cool just the two of us <laughs> i mean like it really is it, it's just two guys with like a big dumb flag if it's just us and so it makes keep exploring so fun for us and i think fun for other people is the community is the like thousands of people around the world that carry this flag and use it as a tool to get out and go hiking and take the picture and send it in and you can kind of like if you own a keep exploring flag whenever you see that keep exploring flag pop up in italy or norway like you, I feel like that that part of me that I feel there. I feel like other people feel a little bit of them too, because it's like I'm a part of that keep exploring community. And look at this person who got to go do that cool thing. Like I hope I can do that someday, or I'm gonna go here and I'm gonna be the first one to use my keep exploring flag in wherever. It's pretty incredible. Yeah, and it's not it's not hippie to say that because <laughs> I've I've literally thought that like whenever we saw that map after we finished like compiling all the pinpoints together it was like something because in the beginning we did actually sew we would like sew the edges so we'd sew like the flag together and then our friend would print the logo on it and that was probably true for the first thousand thousand yeah oh my gosh i thought it was like a hundred no yeah so i guess we like i think the technical term is hemmed hemmed the first (laughs) watch out first thousand flags we would like hem the edges and put the white banner on and put the grommets in and so like seeing all those pinpoints it's like something that my stupid little hands like grommeted and sewed together and i don't even know how to sew but like we put this together and sent it to someone put it in the mail and they got it and then took it to italy or took it to mount fuji or antarctica is really cool because i mean it does it does feel like part of you or like something that you touched is doing cool stuff somewhere else so yeah it's a cool thing i have to ask if there's like any place that the flag hasn't been that you really want it to go to oh man i'm sure a lot of places (laughs) i mean i don't know if there's any places i really want to mostly it's just based on like bare spots on the map but i mean a lot of like eastern europe hasn't been to yet i mean tons of china is left we have flags in china but not anywhere near everywhere obviously it's a big place um i don't know i mean i i just like the cool thing too about doing all of this is like you find all of these little pockets of adventure all over the world and so some of the like coolest pictures we've gotten 
are from Arkansas at some you know peak I didn't know existed before doing this. And so I don't know if there's a singular place that I really want to see. I just really like seeing all the new places that come in and kind of building this own map in my mind of where the flag's been and where you know I hope to go someday too. Yeah, I mean, destinations are, I mean, they don't have to be, you know, the seven wonders of the world, right? Like, sometimes it's like, oh, wow, I did not even ex- know that that outlook existed in the middle of Pennsylvania. Um, mm-hmm. But someone was obviously exploring, and they found it. So it's pretty incredible. Um, So, like, I'm wondering if there's a piece of advice you guys would sort of send to someone who wants more adventure or more exploration in their life, um, whether or not they can afford to, like, hop on a plane and go to these, like, fantastic destinations, um, or if they're working 9 to 5, like, what sort of advice would you send for those people who want more adventure and exploration? Um, let's see. It's a hard question. Yeah, and it's kind of, I think it's kind of twofold. I mean, I think you have to not be discouraged by social media. I think that's a big thing for our generation or maybe just our world in general is every time you log on Instagram, there's somebody posting about how they are somewhere really cool doing what you wish you could be doing um, instead of going to school or having a job or whatever. So that's probably my biggest one is like try not to get discouraged by that, but try to be encouraged by it like live vicariously through those people doing awesome stuff and enjoy like the scenery that they're posting about and um be happy for them and then just like look for like i said earlier look for small things in your city and your state that you can be doing whether it's going to an event or a concert for an artist you've never heard of or going to that taco place down the street that you pass by for work every day and just giving it a shot because that's some of our funnest moments here in Denton have been when we make an effort to go to that little restaurant or that bar or whatever that we pass by all the time and just kind of forget exists and then you kind of just learn something new about your city so that's probably my big one is find ways that you can see life as an adventure where you're at and um not get bogged down by social media and yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I would, I would agree. I think it's important to, yeah, look for the little things in life that are new, new, small, kind of like daily mountaintoppy adventure things. And then also, but I, I, also, I also think it's important to, you know, adventure. What gets people excited about adventure is those, like mountaintop experiences. And so, like Brett said, don't let other people's experiences like bring you down, but let them push you and encourage you and realize that there is a huge world out there that is waiting to be explored. So if you want to go to Italy, then start figuring it out. And if it takes you five years to figure it out, then in five years you'll get there and it'll be worth it. And so I think that it's it's not feeling the pressure that like you have to go now, but also not feeling the pressure that you'll never get to. Well said. Cool. All right. Uh, So you guys are a small business. Is there any advice you would give to a listener who maybe is in the middle of starting a passion project or maybe thinking about starting a business of their own? I mean, you should definitely do it. (laughs) That's like the first piece of advice is if there's something that you 
like come home from school or work or whatever and you're just always thinking about it i mean that's how keep exploring started um was us talking about it and having this little inkling of hey we should try to do this and from the beginning we had no plan (laughs) no business plan no even business experience really um we just had something that we thought would be fun and it we made it it turned out to be fun and then other people thought it was fun and we turned it into a business so if there's something in your life that you keep thinking about and you keep wanting to try like maybe don't quit your day job <laughs> and like just go all out in the beginning but definitely like i mean maybe do that i don't know um but definitely go for it and try it and see if it sticks um but uh yeah <laughs> i would say if you have any intention of it being a business than to think of it like a business from the beginning. Yeah. Because that's one thing that with Keep Exploring, like, just to show our shame, like, we didn't have a bank account for, like, the first 12, 13 months. (laughs) Everything was run through PayPal. Like, there was no business documents, no money set aside for taxes, none of that stuff. We just really didn't know what we were doing. And so I think that if if you're wanting to start a passion project, it's almost like a different thing. Like, if you want to do a passion project, make sure you're passionate about it. And then just like dive in and really love it. If you think it's going to be a business or deep down you really want it to be a business, then just take the extra effort to treat it that way from the beginning. It might cost you a little bit more money up front or you'll spend a little more time, you know, writing taxes or making spreadsheets than you would probably like to. But in the long run, it helps a lot. And we've spent a lot more time now in the years that we've done this, like trying to fix our laziness in the past. And so I would just say, like, educate yourself, learn all of the kind of the crash course on running a business. And then, yeah, like Brett said, dive in and have fun. Your uh, your store, uh, I, I admittedly have only really, I mean, I must have been on your website years ago when it was just the Keep Exploring flag. But since then, you guys have, like, really expanded into doing bandanas and pins and hats and, like, these yeah. really cool patches and stuff. So I know we're going off topic, but, like, how do you guys – decide like these new things that you want to offer to your customers it is there is no process (laughs) we yeah i mean we're just shooting into the dark almost we yeah just trying to figure it out as we go i mean you guys have so much such cool stuff though like how do you how do you come up with this stuff i mean it's a lot of trial and error um a lot of bad ideas yeah Um, And I mean, even stuff that we think is cool sometimes doesn't sell well. Sometimes we've designed stuff trying to make it cool and it ended up not being cool because we were trying to cater to like other people and what they like. So, I mean, we're kind of over the last probably six months, we're kind of trying to shift more into not making stuff because we think it'll look good on Instagram or people will want to buy it. Um, Really just, yeah, like we've, this kind of pertains to your earlier question, but we've kind of over the past year started to view it only as a business and we've kind of lost a lot of the fun spirit behind it. And so um, that kind of goes over into the products. Like we're trying to just make more stuff that we actually like because you kind of get into this zone of like, well, it costs this much. We need to like make the most of our investment. And then you try to design it for some imaginary person Instagram person that doesn't exist necessarily and then you end up making something that you don't even really like so 
that's probably the main thing is we're trying to make stuff that we actually enjoy because that's how the whole process started. Yeah, and I think part of that too is we're really because I feel like the the next phase of what we're kind of doing with Keep Exploring is we're really trying to put together a little bit of a stronger brand identity, just a little more consistency because we've kind of just like Brett was saying, just made things and it's worked and it's been a lot of fun, but we really want to hone in on like what does keep exploring look like from an aesthetic value. And I think that'll play into what we make in the future. And some of the products we're, we're looking at doing soon are kind of leaning a little more towards the useful, tangible, tactile things that people can carry with them and really trying to put, put the focus back on that, like serving as an everyday little reminder on your keychain or wrist or car or backpack or whatever it is to find some type of adventure today. You have me very intrigued. <laughs> I want, I like, I, you, I'm sure you're trying to keep it under wraps, but I, I want to know, like, what, so is there anything that we should keep an eye out for in the next coming months, what you guys are doing, or is it going to be a little bit? Um, I think in the next couple months, you will see a few small things. We're really working on the, like I said, kind of the brand of keep exploring and so what that looks like we're not entirely sure what kind of products that's going to release we can't really talk about yet but i think here in the next six months definitely by mid-spring you should see a lot of new stuff from us with that's hopefully like really cool we're really excited about what we're making and doing a lot of collaborations and partnerships with other companies and, and people who are already making really cool stuff and working with them to kind of make really cool stuff that fits our brand and serves our community well it must be cool to, like, collaborate, too. Yeah, collaboration, I think, is probably one of the most fun things we get to do as a brand, like building kind of this identity and an audience and then approaching artists or makers and saying, like, hey, would you guys want to try to do something with us? And it's cool to help bring these ideas to life that either we can't do on our own or help expose talented artists to our community. It's a lot of fun. Well, it's, a good, hey. it's a good business move, too. I was sorry to interrupt you. No, but no, no, please. Like, it, it works out re- really well for both us and whoever we collaborate with because you're exposing yourself to another market and another fan base. Um, but it's also something we talk about is we want to do better at not making it like us versus them when it comes to other brands and stuff. Um, and part of that's selfish just because we really like other brands and what they make and think that they would look really cool with a keep exploring like motto on it. Um, but it's also, I think another issue with the whole social media thing, and this might just be because we're a business on social media, but it's easy to like see someone do a release or come out with a new product. And it's like, Oh man, like they got to it first. Like we need to come out with something better so we can beat them. And it's not even like we can all exist and serve the same customers and we can all inspire people to explore. Like if that's really our goal, it shouldn't be a competition to try to like blow this person out of the water or whatever, like we even could if we wanted to. But um, just trying to fight against that mindset. And so I think collaborations can, I mean, literally bring people together and brands together that are all about the same kind of mantra. Um, yeah, because it's really easy for us, and I think for everybody really, but to look at 
social media and see other companies or other accounts and, and it just becomes this numbers game of like, okay, well, if they have three times the followers we have, then that means they're three times as good as we are. And so if we do something <laughs> like they did, and it just becomes this thing. It's like a game we don't really want to play anymore. And I feel like part of our goal with the next year is really to, like Brett said, break down some of those walls and start reaching out to some of some people that would probably be considered big competitors of ours and try to kind of like cross enemy lines and do some stuff together that's fun for everybody. I think like one thing you guys have been talking about is social media, um, like influencing decisions for your business. And I mean, as someone who, you know, runs an Instagram and tries to collaborate with, you know, businesses and creatives and people who I admire, it Mm -hmm. sometimes can be like, like you said, it can sort of be a game where you are constantly comparing numbers or you are looking at what they're creating and you constantly have this comparison with what you're doing compared to them and are you good enough and would they even want to collaborate and Mm -hmm. yeah like I think one thing too about like adventure culture that both of our brands are sort of associated with is this idea like adventure is you know this like picturesque picturesque like idea of like passport stamps and you know, camping outside every weekend and like the picture perfect flannels and stuff like that. And like, yeah. it, it can be this huge, uh, you know, bummer town if you make it, if you make it that. But, um, one thing that you guys said a lot earlier was that, you know, you shouldn't let it get you down should really inspire you. Um, so yeah, I, I completely agree with what you guys are saying. And I'm really glad that we're able to collaborate on the podcast. Yeah, Same. And I think there's kind of this broken mindset that like, Instagram followers or adventure are these finite resources. Right. Like anybody, you can follow multiple outdoors accounts. You can, everyone can go to Yosemite. Like there's not these limits. And so people having adventure or people having followers or people making t-shirts or flags or whatever they're doing, none of that means that you can't or that you're going to be a failure or that you're less than. And so I think that's kind of, that's pretty core, I think, at what we're shooting for in the next 12 months. Awesome. Well, I'm really excited for everything that you guys are working on. Sounds really fun. So um, thanks so much for doing this, guys. This has been great. Yeah, of course. It's been a good process. Yeah, Hopefully <laughs> not as scary as what you thought it was going to be. We're scared the whole time. Right? <laughs> <laughs> We're both just shivering, just yeah. constant shaking. Just yeah. You're holding each other's hands and just <laughs> cool. All right, no, so no. for people who aren't familiar with uh, where you guys are found, like, where, can you tell us where we can find Keep Exploring online and on Instagram? Yeah, it's Keep Exploring on Instagram. The website is wekeepexploring.com. You can pretty much just Google Keep Exploring and you'll find it. But, yeah, so Keep Exploring. Do it. That's us. Yeah, buy a flag. <laughs> yeah, please, please buy a flag. I'm trying to provide for my family. <laughs> You guys have such cool stuff. Like, even if it's not a flag, there are so many cool things on here. The patches, your hats, and keychains and stuff like that. So, yeah, definitely check out their their uh, products. And, yeah, and check out those sponsorships, too, if you have, like, an adventure in mind and you need a little help. Yeah. Awesome. Sign up. Well, thanks, Alex and Brett. This has been awesome. That's sweet. Thank you so much for reaching out and for being interested and for asking us questions. Of it's been course. Fun. Thanks for collabs. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> show. 
All right. Thanks so much, Brett and Alex. Um, yeah, guys, buy a flag, get outside, do both of our brands some good. Um, so the show notes, including all the links to keep exploring shop and website are over at romangolightly.com. You can check it out as well as our previous episodes are also on our website. You can also follow us along on Instagram at romangolightly. Um, I've been having a lot of fun doing uh, those Instagram stories. Uh, recently, we were in Asbury Park um, exploring the area, and it was really fun to sort of give you guys a closer look into what we're doing every day to uh, live adventurously, even though we're not hopping on a plane quite yet. And guys, make sure to subscribe, uh, comment, and review. We've topped the charts in Colombia, the Czech Republic, Italy, Canada, Finland, Malaysia, the Philippines, and yes, the good old USA. But we want to stay there, and subscribing and reviewing helps us do just that. So if you wouldn't mind subscribing and leaving us a review, it would mean the world to us. All right, guys, we will see you next Monday.